Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. Tim, Doug, Dickie, Rousey, Action Jackson. It's the Brown and Crouppen Morning After. 105.7 HD2. Make them come up. You two just watch her sit here. Oh, how, how long? Oh, all I did was grab a protein shake. Then I said hello to some friends of the feather. The thing with me is when I go out in public, even if I'm in the office building, right. I still have to sign. It's like when Steve Harvey said, don't talk to me between takes and I sent that feud. memo out. Right. I sent that memo out. You know what they need is like at like amusement parks to where it just automatically takes your photo in a certain area of the building mm-hmm. and then it just prints them off for people. That's it's right. like already And they pre- can get them signed yeah, later. Yeah. 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 Just give Jackson the stack. I'll sign. Tim just... Mark, it's tiring being this great. electronically signed. That way you don't, you don't have to. You don't have to. Jackson my signature. Mm-hmm. Big flow in a house. What's up? That's from Mr. Smith. They call <laughs> Big you Big Flo. Flo. <laughs> Only on this show. You get a lot of compliments about your hair wherever you go? No, no, I never have really? until really? somebody made an observation about my hair. Yeah. Mm. It really is nice. Big flow. Oh. I, I do nothing to it. <laughs> I do like this, and we're done. Let the money and the hair flow. I like that. that could I, be your I, slogan. Interest in a slogan? On the front of your building. Hey, he's he's, he's going to put the money and the hair flow. Uh, Mark Hanna's in studio. Ken Strode is out again, and he's handling, what, he's Q2 projections, I think, for Hubbard. That is probably true. I think it's uh, Hubbard Seattle. I saw him with the binders out there. Yeah. <laughs> it's really, he's really good. He knows the landscape. Uh, and that means Jeremy Rutherford is with us because he presents... Uh, uh, Mark Hanna presents JR every Wednesday, and then JR gets two-part questions from our audience on the Jeff Lottman Compass Realty text inbox, 314-881-TMA5 is where you can send them. Good morning, JR. Morning, morning. Hey, Tim, I can understand how popular you are and always signing everywhere you go, but, uh, you know, Jackson running the ship last week, doing a pretty good job. You might be looking over your shoulder there a little bit. Mm. Jackson, you trying to take me out? That's why I blocked you from the text inbox. Mm. Yep. Power play by Berkey. Yeah. He has said he wants to do a balloon party by himself. I heard that. I, over- really? I overheard it. Not this only guy. by myself, but then add two and a half hours on top oh, of it. Sign Whoa, me the, up. The, the rare three and a half hour show. Yeah. Well, I'm a pioneer. And, uh, and yeah, it'll be just all, <laughs> all hockey. All hockey. Yep. We'll break down each team in the league. Uniforms, the whole nine. JR, I made That'd the observation be- on yesterday's uh, balloon party. 
I said, boy, it seemed like the Blues might have left Austin Matthews open on that power play in which he scored a goal. And Jackson had an observation, and his observation was Austin Matthews spells his name uniquely. Yeah, that's nice. One of the great players of all time that you could come up with that. Really great stash, great too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, what was the other, uh, you guys were saying you needed to get Rivers in the uh, studio yesterday. Oh, yeah. What did you it. say yesterday? Holy crap. What I said was the goal it? horn's too loud. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the goal horn's too loud. I mean, you're talking about some really high level. You got to feel out the room in that situation. It is. It's too loud. And if Rivers has a problem with it, he can come talk to me. Oh, gosh. He's likely to walk yeah, right down there. He is. Yeah. Down the up right against the wall. The last, I can't remember the last time I heard the goal horn. I think it's just kind of some background noise at this point. But, uh, it's it's and the NBA guy, huh? It's waking you up. <laughs> this is it's too damn loud. It's jarring. It's it shouldn't be jarring. You're a snowflake. Dainty ears. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Dainty ears is what they call him. Uh, send your two partners in for Jeremy Rutherford. 314881-TMA5. Jeff Lottman. Compass Realty Text Inbox. That is how you can get your two-part question in. Uh, man, I'm telling you, about five, six days ago, Blues fans probably feel in about as good as they had. Uh, after a great win, hell of a period, too, in particular in the second period against the Oilers and the high-powered offense that they bring to the table and withstood some penalty uh, killing early on. And then just a really disappointing performance against Nashville. Toronto, kind of a lethargic start for both teams with that 12 p.m. face-off with, uh, what, eight shots apiece in the first period. And then the Blues just with some defensive lapses that lead to a loss, and so then you sit there and you go, okay, quickly here in a week, you're starting to wonder if this thing is on the brink. And Jackson brought to my attention the money puck odds, and as of yesterday, the Blues were only 19% to make the playoffs. That really surprised me. Um, what do you think about all that, JR? Yeah, first of all, I think you, I know you're the king of production and, and putting on events and slogans and such. Right. I think you're onto something. Instead of uh, bleed blue or all together, for the Blues this year, it should be, man, about four or five games ago, I thought that <laughs> that oh. should be their new slogan. Man, about four because... or five games ago. Yeah, or the yeah, goal horn is too loud. Yeah, either one. Yeah. Either one of those work. <laughs> the goal horn is too loud. Mm-hmm. I just feel like, uh, you know, throughout this season, you've seen those glimpses, and we saw one in that second period against the Edmonton Oilers, where it's like, wow, this team possessed, and it really seems like they realize the situation, and they're ready to, to take it on. But then you see these uh, past couple games, particularly that Nashville game, a team that's right below you in the standings, and then you think you'd want to seek out some revenge against the Toronto team that got you the week before, and and still too many mistakes. So, you know, back-to-back losses, and I think you're like the rest of the Blues fans, Tim, that I've heard from the past few days in terms of uh, what's going on here. Uh, what hasn't been working the last couple of games? It did previously. Well, to me, it's a couple of things. Um, w- with the roster that this team has, they all have to be on. And the biggest thing, and I know it gets overused, is just uh, connected. Like, that's how you move the puck. That's how the Blues are going to be successful. They have to help each other. And, you know, I think the comments did get some attention, but maybe deserved even more attention, is, you know, Tory Krug postgame after Nashville saying that, uh, you know, we turn, we got the puck, we're ready to move it, and there's nobody there. You know, that's the support issue that the Blues had in that game and they've had throughout this season. But the other thing, Doug, is, is you know, the Blues don't have a lot of depth scoring-wise. So if that top line is not cooking, Buchnevich, Thomas, Kairou, which they haven't been, you know, they're just not going to score goals. And 5-on-5 has been a huge problem offensively. 
You break it down into these short segments. They had the five-game winning streak where they looked like they were world beaters, and now it looks like they can't even get off the bench. Isn't this just kind of a reminder that you you put it all together, they get streaky, they lose some, power plays awful at the start of the season, power plays better of late. Isn't this just kind of they come back to where they ought to be, that this is who they are, they're just barely above 500 team that is going to be on the bubble? Don't we, shouldn't we just keep it yeah. as simple as that? It, it is as simple as that. It really is. And Tim and I have talked about that on that other gong show at 10 o'clock. No. You know that. Uh, <laughs> Doug, what the hell just happened right know. there? He's turned hostile. Yeah, I did. Got a hostile what the hell just happened? I was I'm just sponsoring. He can do it. I'm is sponsoring. Right? He can do it. Well, I guess I got to yeah. take it. I'm going to let it be. I, I, I really think it is. I think, you know, let me come up with a bad analogy. I'm king of the bad analogy. Right. But, like, you got this you got this relative or this younger brother or something like that, and, you know, he does something else uh, that everybody's shaking their head at in the family, and you just sit there and say, well, how could he have done that? And you think, well, isn't this who he is? Like, isn't this what he does? And, and I think that's the situation with the Blues. I think almost every conversation we could have about – uh, their shortcomings this year. You just go back to, okay, well, is the talent there? You know, probably not. And then do they need to all be on the same page? Yeah, well, they're not. Okay, well, that's why we're seeing what we're seeing. And I do think that what you're saying is true. Two-part questions coming in fast oh, and furious. No. The Jeff Lottman Compass Realty text inbox here. Hey, JR, which Jim do you think had a better career? Jim Carrey, the goalie, or Jim Carrey, the actor? Also, do you think Doug is being too particular when he asks me to use baby wipes before we use our five-piece Pampered Chef set of butt plugs what? on each other? He claims <laughs> he makes the request because he doesn't want to ruin the integrity of the set. No. That's from the Pope. Gosh. Resale value. Yeah, I guess you got to think about resale. Mm. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Jim Carrey, the actor on that, even though uh, you know he probably... You know, didn't make as many saves in his uh, career. I think that uh, he probably ran Hollywood there for a little bit in terms of the scene. And mm-hmm. so I'll go with him. And then, yeah, you know, I'm I'm a big fan of the wipes. And, you know, I th- think you have to, uh, anytime you use that type of equipment, it should be cleaned thoroughly. Yeah. Oh. So, so he agrees with you, Doug. If anything, that's your support. Uh, hey, JR, who's big for you on the power play for the Blues? Uh, question two, how many players have you interviewed that brag about seeing their grandmother's veiny milkers as a child? Oh. That's from Connie Lassiter and Greg Bickle. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can tell Let's do the second one first. I can tell you that the next Blues player will do that is the first Blues player mm. to talk about uh, Granny. <laughs> it doesn't come up very much? You're asking the wrong question. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Even when I try to probe them and ask them that question, they always seem to steer it in a different direction. Yeah, cowards. Uh, Carlos Spicer says, uh, number one, JR, is Army ready to trade Cairo for a new washing machine? And number two, what's your stance on butt stuff? Now, what's going on with these two parties? I don't know, but that needs to stop. Yeah, the holdup on that uh, Cairo for the washer trade is uh, the top loader or front loader. That's, uh, I've heard that they're going back and forth on that. Top is easier, I think. Is that right? I think it is. You don't Sounds have to bend like over. Mm-hmm. That could be the answer to the second question, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh. <laughs> Nicely done. Oh. Very nice. Mark, oh. in the top ropes. Hey, JR, are there power play systems that are more effective than others, or is it based on player execution? And second question, which Blues player has the cutest brother? That Stahl family has some tall drinks of water. That's from oh. the Crestwood Coyote. <laughs> I think it's players executing, and you can look at this blue season as a reason why that's my answer is because uh, you got the same players, and they've run basically the same uh, scheme. You know, probably done some tweaks here and there, but it, it comes down to the execution, and I think 
I don't want to say recently, but uh, within the last couple months, I think that uh, the power play has been better, and that's because the guys are doing what the coaching staff has asked. And and on that second one, can you repeat that one? Uh, let me go back. Which player has the cutest brother? Clip that off. Cutest brother. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess you'd have to think that the uh, Blues player is cute to think that his brother is cute because they all oh. look alike. And I personally don't uh, think any of the Blues are cute. So oh. I'm going to bring back Vince Dunn. Answer. You thought Vince Dunn was cute, Jackson? <laughs> Kidding me. Wow. What do you mean by that? <laughs> that's, a, that's a handsome man. Oh, gosh. Well, I'll tell you what. If Jamie Rivers is listening to this segment. He doesn't have, you know. I'll take HD2. That. Uh, if Dougie Palazzari was seven inches taller and also weighed 80 more pounds, we would have had a power forward that would have changed the complexion of the 1970s blues. Second part. <laughs> I'm finally going to tell my mom, does this sound good? But mom, he is the right girl, and his name is Doug Vaughn. No. That's from Engine Joe's Cave Ride Magic. No. Doug, those are more thoughts than Cave they were ride. questions. They, yeah. Keep those to yourself. Hey, and listen, if we're going to be able to change heights and weights, uh, I'm going to be first in line here. And then, Tim, you're probably second. I'm probably second in line, yeah, because I'm probably going to lose the fight to be first. Hey, JR, thoughts on Winter Classic. Also, my damn son hit me in the old giblets playing knee hockey the other day, and Doug won't respond to me. What should I do? That's from the South City Hurricane. Come on, Doug. you got to respond to him. First of all, when you're playing uh, shinny, playing knee hockey, you oh, got to yeah, work Mm-hmm. You're going against these kids, and 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 how about that uh, Winter Classic? You guys excited? Anybody going to go? I would actually love to go to that. It'd be I a fun would. thing to do. Yeah. You run the risk of it being about minus ten degrees oh, in I'm Chicago on yeah. January first. Hey, yeah, JR. we did the. Uh, we were in the press box for that Winter Classic in uh, Minnesota. Was it last year? And I remember John Ham coming in just to warm up. He's he had seats outside and <laughs> came in with his uh, cocktail and sat down and and uh, got the uh, frostbite off his hands before he went back out. Mm. So, yeah, at Chicago, that's going to be deadly there. Yeah. And, and I mean more than just the cold, too. I remember the stories of the, that first outdoor game they did way back when, back up in uh, Edmonton, when I think it was about 40 below outside, and mm. you had people frozen to their seats. Yeah. Guys having to wear double body suits out there to stay warm. Can you and, imagine being out there? And for before that? the game, the announcers always say, "Well, this is how they all learn to play the game on the frozen pond." <laughs> Baloney! No, they were They've out there for rinks. about five minutes, and then they went to the rink. They've had indoor rinks for fifty years all over the place. This is how they learn to play. Kids these days are yes. soft. Hey, hey Jr., I was thinking. Uh, you know, I like a good good trade conversation. Uh, when we're coming up on a trade deadline, if you're uh, GM of the Blues right now, do you think that they're starting to put together conversations with other teams, or do these things come together at the last minute uh, as they're as they're seeing what's available? How do you think that process goes? Yeah, so from what I've gathered over the 20 years here, Mark, is that these conversations, most of them, not all of them, are months and months in the making. Like, for example, the Jay Bomeister trade we remember with Calgary. I mean, those two teams that talk forever about that trade. Same with the Ryan O'Reilly trade. And, you know, I know this is uh, out there and, and well-known, but, uh, you know, it was Buffalo who didn't think the deal was going to happen, who who said that, yeah, we're, we're not going to do it. And so the Blues went in a different direction, signed Tyler Bozak that day, and then Buffalo called back and said, okay, let's get this going again. And then they finalized it. So then you had uh-huh. O'Reilly and mm-hmm. Bozak on that roster, which you wouldn't have had that if Buffalo would have said, uh, let's do the O'Reilly deal, you know, a week earlier. They, they would have never went after Bozak. So, you know, some of these are spur of the moment, spontaneous, you know, make a phone call and, and make a deal. But uh, from what I've understood from Doug, uh, anytime 
uh, a trade does come to fruition, they've been talking about this thing for a while. How about a free agent signing? Uh, bring back somebody like a Marty Reasoner. Do you think that oh, he might yeah, be some value to the team? That's got to be mid-40s. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, mid forties collecting Social Security, but he's uh, yeah. So I don't think uh, with a guy like signing him, you know, that they'd uh, that they'd pull that one off at this point in his career. But I think that yeah, with free agents, remember you guys, they had the courting period a few years ago. They've done away with that. Where you know it's obvious that they're talking to these guys and their agents in the weeks leading up to free agency. But even though they weren't supposed to be doing that, so they had the open courting period. Uh, about a week or two before free agency began, but for whatever reason went away from that. And so now, mysteriously, you see these contracts signed at 12.01 on the day of free agency, but yet these teams supposedly had never talked before. Mm. Doug, uh, Marty Reisner last played in the NHL in 2013, so he'd have fresh legs. Yeah, it's 11 years without the grind of the, of the game. Yeah, that's the move. He hadn't taken a puck to the mouth in over a decade. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he last played for anybody? Oh, Fire yeah. bullet. I think we all know what team he played for, and to just come out and say it would be like stating the obvious. Spoilers. It's not a bad guess. Can we have initials? NYI. NYI. Newark, Yorktown. Investigators? That's correct. They got a team yeah, now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, ECHL. Wow. The investigators. investigators. What would that jersey look like, Jackson? <laughs> the Islanders? The investigators. Uh, the investigators. Oh, it's a magnifying glass. Yeah. A trench coat. I like, mm-hmm. oh, I like that. That's a good yeah. squad. It's not bad. Khaki-colored uniforms. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know he played for them, though. <laughs> good power not. play. Yeah. JR, always appreciate the time. Thank yeah, you yeah. so much, and we'll look forward to talking again next week. All right, see you. See you, Mark. Thanks, hey, buddy. There he is. All right, That's thank Jimmy you, Rutsi. He's sponsored by this gentleman, uh, and his name is Mark Hanna, and he's with Evergreen Wealth Strategies, and he's online at evergreenstl.com, and he's and a wonderful studio. Yeah. Yeah. He's right here. With Plowsy. Right here. He's back. Yeah. He's back. Yeah, I missing. I heard the shows were great, though, so... I felt empty without you last week. I know. Oh, my gosh. I hated being gone, but glad to be back. Feel a lot better. Man. What'd you do in those three hours when you weren't here? I mean, I woke up at around 6, had a cup of coffee, watched the morning news, and kind of just hung out. Just hung out? I mean, you stayed in bed? Kind of couldn't really do anything or yeah. go anywhere, so, you know, productive. When you call in sick, you don't feel like you can even leave the house or someone's going to see you and say, ah, you weren't sick. Typically when I'm sick, I don't have any need or reason to leave the house. Yeah. I never fake a sick because you have so much time off, you can just, mm-hmm. you know, choose to relax then. You were down in the dumps. Oh, I'm pumped. Mm-hmm. I guess the thread that was talked about with the supporters and the fan page war, I don't, but this doesn't seem like that big of a deal, ma'am. So I guess the supporters are just going to use the same chance they used last season? Is that what that was about? That's what I saw last night. Okay. Wouldn't so, that so, be reasonable? I don't know. Did, did, do fan bases usually change up the chance? I don't know. Uh, it seemed like complaining for the sake of complaining to me. Yeah. Like, the season's 11 and a half months down. long. It's hard to have time for new chance. If you get a really good season. chance, you don't just change it, do you? Like I'd EPL like teams have like chance they've had for 100 years. Yeah. What is the St. Louis chant? Roma, Roma, Ra. Oh, my oh God. Lord. See, Maybe I hope that, I actually hope he gets traded. So Why? Oh, no. Please stop with that chant. He's like the best goalie in the league. Well, somebody got to go. <laughs> Somebody's got to go. Maybe pick Hot someone else. <laughs> Doug put on the middle. Where, yeah. Pretty much the reason they're Calling for Roman Sperky's house. <laughs> Right. Yeah, I, you know, I used to be a big-time hockey guy and militant, and so I understand that it's out there, 
But as a very passive fan, Tim, you've talked about it. Years go on, you lose the fandom. I really don't understand what is with all of this militant, over-the-top, excessive fandom. There are a bunch of young guys out there playing a sport. Enjoy it for the entertainment that it is. And I understand this isn't going to go over with intense soccer guy. I love City. I love the dogs, and I, I watch Premier League. But boy, there are limits to this. So, you, so this is specific to soccer fan, or this is passionate sport fan in general? It's passionate sport fan okay. in general. But we're seeing it right here with soccer fan. I think Blues fan has has recovered since 2019. It's not as intense. I think it's impossible to be intense baseball fan because the season's so long. So what are we left with? We're left with Mizzou football fan. And we're left with soccer fan. Mm-hmm. And soccer is the one that we see it right here. And especially since it's so new and it's something that now we see and it's right in our face, uh, it, it's hard to avoid. And, and that's where you get all of these comments that you're seeing right here. Yeah. Some of it with soccer is an inferiority complex about their sport. Is I love this sport. I've always played this sport. How come it doesn't get the love and attention that baseball and football gets? This is my sport. I'm not going to hear anybody knock it down at all. Some of that, I think, is... That's got something to yeah, do with it. I think it. that's real. I think that's the way that's the way hockey was. Used to be, yeah. 30 years ago. I, mm-hmm. agree, with that. I agree with that. Yeah. I do agree with that. Mm-hmm. And, and and it comes around and and to to soccer guy, I would say be patient. It's going to be there. It's I, I would say it's almost on par. It's getting to be on par with the Blues. I think it will be mm-hmm. as time goes on. If they keep up this success, I think it's inevitable that they're going to be just as popular as a team like the I Blues. I think will be. that last sentence of that is huge. Where you still, I mean, they're still going to be relevant, but having that success the first year and maybe carrying it for a couple of seasons, that's huge. Because I don't think you're going to be able to know all the players. It looks no. like now, once you get good in this league, you're being sold or, you know, to another team, mm-hmm. which makes sense for both parties. You get mm-hmm. money, and obviously the player gets more exposure. And But, like, so if you don't have that, at least have a little bit of success in the regular season instead of a name recognition, I guess. I think soccer will be big here for long term. I think it's already There's so big. many soccer fans in St. Louis. And I, th- I think part of it, I mean, maybe even the majority of it, and obviously we're assigning arbitrary percentages here, but is that you don't really have to be all that invested in whether or not the team is good because the atmosphere will draw you in. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. different than going to a Cardinal game. It's the way the Blues suck. were in their early years. People didn't even the understand old barn. the game. Yeah. The old barn. You know, the, mm-hmm. the, they played their first game last night, and it was one of these these tournament, the Champions Cup or whatever it's called. And and I think that that's also something that can keep fans engaged. They might not necessarily be uh, at the top of the table in uh, MLS, but if they can go on a run, that's the way it works in Europe. You have a team mm-hmm. that's going to go on a run. They might get to quarterfinals, semifinals of one of the tournaments, and it's something that can really keep you engaged, and it's something that can yeah. keep your passion going. More games gets uh, allows more fans to have more opportunities to go to the games and, and get sucked into it all. Yep. But I, you, st- you still leave wishing they'd trade Berkey. <laughs> you get just rid don't of want this guy chance. who's so good Someone has to go, no, dog. I just threw out a name. Just a random guy. Mm-hmm. I think City has more love than baseball right now. I have zero desire to attend a Cardinal game these days. That's from the hunchback of on Castle. Yeah, and there'd be baseball fans who'd say the same about soccer. It's just what you like. Some people like things, and some people don't like other things. I'm wearing that hoodie, dog. You yeah. are! I knew you SPLT. were going to say it. Yeah. Yeah. 
kind of knew you were going to say it. Mm-hmm. Is it me or the sponsor's better host than most of the day? As Mark has this thing where he's insightful and rational and intelligent. That comes from Arbor Day. I'm making it up as I go. <laughs> what Ar- do you think we do? Ar- Ar- yeah. Mark, you looking <laughs> you for a pro- part-time gig? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Board the sponsors have just like opened up. real jobs. <laughs> They've started businesses. They're functioning people. We're vag- We're gypsy travelers. Show people? We're, we're Bedouins. We're almost trash. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I hate to be soccer guy, but it's very tough to listen to segments like this. It's no, progress it's nonetheless. That's from Jenny Tellia. Sure. See, that's the inferiority complex yeah. coming up. Jenny Tellia? What do you mean my for- sport isn't as, as popular as football and baseball? It's a, fabulous, it's a fabulous sport. It Relax. Yeah. It just hasn't had as much following here. But over the last 10, 15 years, you've had Premier League on, and, and that's generated such a following. You've had the men's national team be far more relevant. You've had – now we have an MLS team here. It's coming. It's fine. I, I, God, I feel, like I'm, I, I feel like I actually see more Kansas City Chiefs jerseys than, than Cardinal jerseys, and I see more City jerseys – Doug, you call them kits mm-hmm. – than – Chiefs or Cardinals jerseys right now, and I will stand by that statement. Uh, and of course, who is to say what everybody else is seeing? But that is what I see. I see, and soccer as a whole, whether it be like a Messi jersey or something like that, not necessarily like the Miami one, but uh, from Argentina. I mean, it's it's just mm-hmm. otherworldly that the the market uh, that soccer has captivated for younger people versus on the other side of things say baseball it's possible you could fast forward 25 30 years and soccer could be the dominant sport in this town i could see that happening it's been said for a long time that it's popular because kids are involved and kids can play and you don't have to have a whole lot of skill and you can go out and run around (laughs) but i think that there's also something to be said for the incredible production value and availability of it being on tv you watch a baseball game and it is stop and start you watch a football game and it is stop and start you watch a hockey game where's the puck but you watch a soccer game and you can see everything that's happening and in two hours it's done I, it's not like it's mm-hmm. drug out so long, so you can jump in and you can jump out and it can engage you. And you're not having to work that hard and you can enjoy it. And so especially as you're a kid, if you don't have the, the attention span, if you've got the attention span of a plowsy, you're going to be all over it. Right. Yeah, I, I actually like how they have it. Like, when, I've only seen three games on television. So say what you want about that. I don't care. It's not a take about the product <laughs> on the field. Um, but actually watching it, what frustrates me, I don't love college football so much, but hate the fact that there's so long half times. Mm-hmm. There's breaks after every kickoff return, every punt return. It is, mm-hmm. it's mind numbing to watch all the advertisers. And I get it, you got to make your nut on that. I understand that. But soccer does have it down to where, in terms of watching it live and on television, it's very easy breezy mm-hmm. as opposed to waiting for the. When you're at a football game, those commercial breaks take forever. When you're at a college basketball game, no commercial break take forever. It's mm-hmm. like a five-minute timeout. I have a follow-up, though, when it comes to watching on TV. Let me get uh, the it, mittens ready. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. do you okay. think, Plowsy, do you think that that there's an opportunity for, say, for example, some enhanced acting classes in reaction to some of the fouls where the player goes down like he's shot and he has his that, face down in the dirt? Mm-hmm. What do you think of that? You think that, there's an opportunity there to improve? That, that always been a problem, right? That's only been soccer in a nutshell, right? right. Like the, I don't know if it's considered flopping in the, I don't know what they call it in soccer. 
diving, diving. and flopping. Diving. Yeah. It's also an important part of the game. You have I to get, sell a foul. Acting, I, I yeah. get that, but also, like, if that that shouldn't be a big part of the game, though. No. Somebody faking getting hit in the face, and it's up to the ref's less, discretion. I would say it's less it. than faking and more overselling it so that you can get a that free fake, kick. Overselling is faking. Okay, but you get a free kick and you get a break to take a breath. Now, there's an advantage to that, but like, that's my original problem. I, I, I agree that sometimes it's egregious, but... It's also a part of the game. Well, but, then allow teams more timeouts or something so you don't have to tough. fake injuries. Well, different leagues react differently to that. There's not as much of that in Premier League no, as there tougher. are in some of the other European leagues or the South American leagues. Yeah. Um, it, we had a player for, for the Doggies last year. Was it Joe Aquini? If I've got that wrong, I apologize. You, nailed it. you shipped it is what you did. Who who He was... He was going too far, and the fans reacted, and they said no more. And sure enough, the rest of the season, he didn't have that. So I don't think that that is necessarily all across the board, and I think that they're trying to phase that out by and by. And when you look at league, again, I'll say Premier League. That's the one I watch. I would say that that is the number one league in the world because you've got such parity at the top, and you just don't see that as much in that league because the quality of the play is that mm-hmm. good. Me and Doug, I— it, Disagree on a lot, but we're still friends or coworkers. What are we? Co-work, co-work. Friends. Yeah. But I will agree with you Colleagues. on on like the the flopping needs to stop. I think that mm-hmm. that's that's the big portion. Yeah. That's not sports. Faking injuries. That's not competition in sports. But also they get rid this, of the flopping and the ridiculous offsides rule. Then we'd really have something. And also agree with you on the substitution. I realize it's soccer and it's never going to happen. And I realize I sound like an idiot because I haven't watched it my entire life and uh-huh. how ridiculous the take probably is. It isn't. The flopping would be less if you allowed players to sub in and out. Because in the Change NFL, the fly. in the NFL, you see a lot of players that kind of just lay down on the field. And in college, yeah. they're really just taking breathers. They uh-huh. have to sit out of play, but you get the whole team can rest for about five to seven minutes. If you had the substitutions. Yes. Maybe it's less. Wouldn't it make it a better sport if you had fresh legs running out there? I know they're going to be I want to see people with skill running hard and playing hard. I don't want to just see who's the best at cross-country running. I want to see the best guys you can play at any given moment, just like hockey. Mm-hmm. Would it be? Would hockey be better if you never allowed substitutions? No, they'd be they'd be out of gas, just they'd like they dead. are in soccer. They would be dead. <laughs> Two minute shift, they'd be dead. Yes. Like, plus all the time. I like how Doug is making this hot take with his own hot take. I needed them. I, need I could remove nuclear fuel rods and be okay with these you gloves. Could. On. Those are great gloves. Yeah, uh, Mark Ann, Evergreen Wealth Strategies. Everybody's online at evergreenstl.com, and you can call 314-889-0503. The next thing you know, you're talking to Mark. It's unbelievable what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Mark like that. No, Evergreen Wealth Strategies. Just call. It's a phone. <laughs> That's how it works. <laughs> Thank you, Mark. See you guys. All right. Thanks, Hansi. Can transform your story at Illinois Recovery Center. At Illinois Recovery Center, the team believes in the strength of every individual's journey to recovery, whether you're taking the first step or continuing your path. The IRC's dedicated team is here to support you. Why choose Illinois Recovery Center? Well, they have a holistic healing approach, expert care and guidance, safe and welcoming environment, tailored programs for lasting recovery, top-notch facility and accommodation. Discover the path to lasting recovery and renewal at Illinois Recovery Center, where compassionate support meets personalized care for your unique jersey. You can call 888-472-9559 or visit IllinoisRecoveryCenter.com. That's IllinoisRecoveryCenter.com. And also, if you want to, you can stop by to think about it. Uh, Longo Biggs is a wonderful sponsor of this program. That's C.D. Longo. <laughs> just go ahead and make as much noise as you Boy, need to down there. That? We're just doing a radio show here. I just pulled it down a little bit. You're making noise. Well, I didn't have my headphones on. I didn't hear well, what the rest of us do, I'm the sorry, people listening I I do. Slowly. 
Sorry, sorry, Lago Biggs. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Self-awareness. <laughs> Maybe I should have stayed outside. Huh? Well, just be quiet. <laughs> just be quiet when you come in. You're already crest. Oh, the head goes down. Thirty-five percent. Thirty-five percent. If you are injured in an accident and you need an attorney, you need the best one you can find. If any of my family or friends are ever injured in an accident, I want them to call Doug Biggs and C.D. Longo at Longo Biggs Injury Law for nearly ten years. Doug Biggs and C.D. Longo have been recognized as the top forty under forty personal injury lawyers by Super Lawyers, the National Academy of Personal Injury Attorneys and the National Trial Lawyers Association. They are not the churn and burn type of law firm with Doug and CD. You won't be just another file lost in the shuffle. If you have questions about your case, you'll talk to Doug or CD personally, and they will handle every aspect of your case the entire way. They'll get to know you, and you will get to know them. Doug and CD are local, friendly, professional, and most importantly, excellent personal injury lawyers. And they're listeners of the show. They're local. They're listeners of the show. They are online at longobigs.com. L-O-N-G-O-B-I-G-G-S dot com. Remember, the choice of an attorney is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertisements. Jackson and I going down the hallway for a balloon party at 10 o'clock. Coming back down the hallway here for QFTA at approximately 11, oh, I'll say 1120. Somewhere in that. Yeah. Uh, email in uh, T. McKernan at Inside STL dot com. T-M-C-K-E-R-N-A-N at Inside STL dot com for our QFTA. Any question is welcome anytime. Any comment is welcome anytime. And I appreciate um, Mrs. Loomster was the one who sent in the email yesterday. Then oh, she I sent see. in a follow-up email. And I appreciate, Doug, it was direct. And I appreciate the tone as okay. opposed to speculation and then building a premise off of that which is passed along uh, on social media or something like that. I have a question. I guess I'll go to the person who can answer it, uh, and I shall ask it. And then I gave an answer, and I thought it was wonderful. So I tipped my cap to her, Doug. Is that the one who took the chat at me? I guess, I guess. But again, she didn't think it was going to be read on TMA. Oh, so I'll just take a shot behind my back. Didn't think it was read. Oh, gosh. And heard I, thought we, I thought we said all our differences. Maybe not. A lot of differences with a lot of people. <laughs> I, I don't know where it comes from early, though. No. No, I don't either. <laughs> but we have to soldier through it. We do. We don't have a choice mm -hmm. at this point. Yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So is Mrs. Loomster wanting you to, to get yet another job so you can pump some money into this radio show? <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> Be nice if you did. How's a job search coming, Timmy? Uh -huh. he's... Oh, God. You're not doing anything at night, are you? <laughs> oh, my you God. You got time. Put the kids to bed and go to another podcast. Drive, drive over. Um, let's see. Uh, Wedding Tackle says you were moving your mic around 100% on purpose. He knew exactly what he was oh, doing. Yeah. I didn't see it. I was reading a live I, read. I got earphones on. <laughs> I, 
See, we hear that. We hear, one little moment. We hear it. It's not like it's going like this. Th- that's what you did. No, that's I exactly didn't. what you did. No, I didn't. I went up like that. Oh. I apologize. This is what Mrs. Lobster's upset about. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'll get somebody else in who doesn't move the mic. It's one of the prerequisites. Can you talk? Do you know sports? Do you know entertainment? Do you know porn? Oh. Do you not move the mic? I didn't see the porn question when I signed up for this. Uh, uh, uh. It was optional for you, Doug. Uh-huh. Boy, I'm mad as a hornet that I think Ella Reese is out of the industry. I'll tell you that. God, she's looked so good, too. I saw a picture of her the other day. God, she's so beautiful. Was it possible she fell in love with a guy? Yes, I think that's exactly what happened. Aren't you mad? I I don't even know who it is, Tim. God bless America. It usually happens. They get a boyfriend. The boyfriend doesn't like her doing porn, so they quit. Then they break up and they get back into it. Aren't there a hundred girls right behind her ready to step in and do the same thing? I do look like Ella Reese, brother. Well, there's probably half a dozen that look like her. I don't know. She might, be, she might be the greatest of all time. I saw one of Abigail Mack the other day. Maybe the lip stuff is going down a little bit because she looked uh, really good. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Maybe it was pre-brio. No. It, she said, I'm doing something today, and so it was a recent pick. But it didn't look like the brio lips were there that much anymore. Jackson, you agree that Ella Reese is the greatest? Yep. Not a lot of passion. Okay. I don't think I've ever yep. seen any of her work. But yeah. if you say she's the greatest, Tim, I'm, oh, I'm with you. That's a lemming play there. Well, no, he's, a, he's, he's in the know. This must be a podcaster. Mm-hmm. He's in the know. <laughs> I think the most beautiful. He's, and he's doing the work. I am doing the research. I'm going to do it again. I say she's the most beautiful, and I can't think of her name. <laughs> Good story, nonetheless. <laughs> I interviewed at the AVNs the first year I was there. She's up in the tushy booth. She retired about Gosh. four years ago. Yeah. She was in St. Louis. I think we had her. She's from St. Louis or in no, St. Louis? No, she was in St. Louis, and I think we had her. S.G.O. Angel Julia. No. <laughs> what an interview. <laughs> no, I think we actually had her on the air. Um, Must have left quite an impression. I can't think of her name. She's just beautiful. She retired, no. retired like four years ago. No offense. I, I don't, I don't. Can I, I thought initials? maybe Tim would remember because I've talked about her before and she was on the but show. But you have interviewed a lot of adult stars. Yeah, but not here. I mean, not on the show. We have we had her on the show, not just with me. She was on the show. So she was on the show? I think she was actually at a TMA Live because she was... Featuring that well, there weekend. There are a lot I of people we had who see him at lives. Ariana Marie? No. Bonnie Rotten? The one with all the tats? Bon- it was Bonnie Rotten, who oh. refused to like interact with Plowhawk. <laughs> right. I know who it is. Uh, you're standing just, catty corner to like an ATV I just shop. remember because her last name <laughs> like is that. Backdrop. Her last name is that of a movie star. Uh, not Jennifer Aniston, but... We last, did not have Jennifer Aniston. Her last name no. is Aniston. Nicole, Nicole Aniston? Aniston? Nicole Aniston. We haven't had her. We had her on the show. I'm pretty sure we did. I don't... But I think Nicole Aniston was Bucks maybe... Do we have Nicole Aniston? No way. <laughs> she was maybe one of the most beautiful of all time. We would have had a drop of her. Every porn throwing we've had, had like a litter of drops. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. Maybe I just... When I interviewed at the AVN, we played it on the could show. I don't remember, it. but... Yeah, could have yeah we could have played an interview from her on the show. I just thought she... Her. I know. Well, I know me and Biff when well, I yeah, interviewed yes, her. Yes, yes, Weren't all those yeah. interviews, like, underscored by, like... Slippery by Migos. Slippery by Migos, like blasting. Year, Post Malone, it sounded like he was actually yeah. having a concert where Iggy was standing. No, this was a, a new strip club opened up in Illinois. Got to be like four years ago. And she was featuring for the opening night, and we went down and did a Facebook Live interview with it, with her. Boy, I don't remember this at all. I think it might have been on with the fan Nicole page. Aniston. Might have been on the, on fan, the fan page. Might have How been on the fan page. How in the hell would I not know that? I know we went Facebook Live, and I went on Facebook Live on my page for Jennifer Aniston, so I'm pretty sure we did on the on the fan page. Somebody can check. I'm not on there, but somebody can check. <laughs> no, you're not on there at all. It was family. And one of the, God, one of the girls um, 
who lives in Los Angeles now, and she's been like on one the of show. the porn stars who lives in Los Angeles. Isn't that all of them? <laughs> she been on. The, she's been on the show, and she's from St. Louis, and I can't think of her name. But she moved to L.A. and she's in porn. But she had one of her friends do the filming, and this girl was hot. I said, "Why aren't you in porn?" And she's well, she's well known in the St. Louis. Uh, Did that work on her community. when you said that to her? Did that no, work? We kinda, we kinda, the St. Louis yeah. sex community. What is yeah. that? <laughs> We should just change the name of the show to that. St. Louis Sex Community. If you find the video, <laughs> it's an older video. If you find the video on uh, the fan page, I actually interviewed, I actually mentioned her name. She was behind the camera and we showed her. And she's done some For what interview? Lesbian interview stuff. Who? <laughs> for who? For the fan page. No, I understand. But who was oh, the actress? Just, just for her own site or something. No, but who was the actress? I can't. Evan Costello. We, we just don't know. I can't think of we it. We just simply don't know. She's yeah. been on the show. She's been in the studio. Oh, we don't know. She might have even been a girl next door. I don't oh, remember. Oh, really? So it's not Nicole Aniston? No, she's got, she, she, she might be kind of a Latino. She's got dark hair. She's got huge breasts. Um, I'm really terrible pushy. at names. <laughs> she was posting stuff from the AVNs this year. I don't, I don't. Anyway, I don't even know if the video is still around. No. I, don't, I don't know if those things stay on the fan page for five years, four I years. I don't, I don't know. know. There's no way of knowing. I know Mighty Dreads messaging me the other day. What's he got going? Trying to get Katie Cush in a... Uh, oh, wow. At, I think Diamond or Hustle Club and uh, seeing if we could have her on this summer. I said, I'm sure it wouldn't be a problem. Yeah, we could arrange studio. that. I mean, we got a lot going on in here. But She was super bubbly and fun on the phone. When me and Iggy interviewed her. I can talk to Wolf. I can get that done. Yeah, you're... I don't know who to contact, but yeah, he's looking for a summer gig, so he, if you... I can just give him your number or... James. Yeah, him call me. I'll yeah. put him in touch with Wolf. He's looking for a summer gig. Who is? No, he's looking for a gig in this... Like, looking for her to get a gig here in the summer. Didn't uh, Janine Lindemuller only want to come on the show in the summer? There was some well, her seasonal phone wouldn't with work her. in the winter, right? Like, she had to walk, like, two miles sciatica. in, like, the middle of nowhere. Yeah. yeah, she had sciatica, too, and she... Yeah. Uh, Living like one of the hill people. Her phone, didn't work. Her phone didn't work, but she posted a lot on Twitter. So I guess it worked for that, just not to call. Huh. She must not have known who you were. No, she literally said, yeah, like she had to walk like a mile and a half from her house to get... <laughs> so once the snow melts, I'll call you. <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. Once the war- weather warms up and the snow's gone, I can truck out there. That's when the sciatica kicked in. And, and then she got no sciatica idea. and couldn't do yeah. it anymore. Is that the weakest of excuses to not go on the show? Yeah, it's it's going a long way. Just tell us no, I'm not interested. It's the best way to get three months off of getting called from this show and going, yeah, that's yeah, the winner it's not working. Mm-hmm. It's hard to say no to me when I ask. Why? Wow. Well, because they know my connection to porn. You don't have a connection to porn. As an interviewer. I mean, Cap- Captain don't. Jack is behind me when it comes to porn. Doug, Captain Jack will get you high tonight. I don't know who's higher on themselves, Joe Biden, <laughs> Donald Trump, or Ken Strode. I, I hope I'm third in that list. You're not. Buh, tied for first. <laughs> well, unfortunately, we have this design air heating and cooling email today, which means the time has come for us to say goodnight. Okay. Good night. Happy birthday to Danity Stack, Melissa Marr, and uh, Tommy Saboka today. There you go, Man, Doug. That's, a heavy that's our birthday wishes day. segment. Nice. Yeah. yeah, so Ladies they, and gentlemen, uh, it's the design air heating and cooling email today. Uh, the Adobe is uh, not responding. Oh, oh, new computer. Oh. Yeah, it's just, it's, everything's been really weird and finicky today. Hey, Doug, this email is a friendly reminder to let you know that your dream sans about pant is ready to be picked up today from the uh, Arnold Savile Row. Good. 
We have made the changes you've requested, such as a pink bedazzling, as well as adding a drop seat to the rumpus region so that Bish can be dropped like the top to your 1969 LeBaron, giving easy access to that taut yet rewarding and wise beef hole. No. If it leaks cream, ice cream. Thanks. That's from Call of Duty MVP, Red Commando. <laughs> Red Commando. If I leak, I want. Uh, ice cream. It, it, if no. it leaks cream, I scream. Gosh. We had a great discussion about the blues with Jeremy Rutherford. I removed his stiletto as I stretched his hamstring to allow for his legs to be akimbo. The other day I was watching softcore porn on my grandpa's half-brother's kitchen TV. And I learned that jellyfish only have a single hole in their stomach which means that waste goes out of the same hole that food comes in, which begs the question, is it hot when I siphon the waste out of my father-in-law's depends, using it as a side dish for my blackened mahi-mahi? Okay. <laughs> Looks like hummus, smells like an Arnold Hoosier bush. Ah! Tastes like pork. Think about that one, Doug. That's from Ribbon of Brine. The tunnels 12,000 wrote that. Tunnels 12,000. He's on thin ice around here. March and October, too cold. Get yourself some heated socks and play some damn b-ball. Man up. Tim just did an entire show without any facial hair to keep himself warm. And he absolutely killed it. But this email is about the time I witnessed a man rocking another man's mic. The 1981 Vianney father-son dance was a total failure. Uncle Skip's drinking buddy Tony had picked me up and knew I was upset. He was like... I got there early, and I saw your buddy Joey's dad turn you down. Don't let it get you down. He's always been a tease. Mm. All show and no go. Yeah. Time for extra innings. As we pulled in the parking lot, I said, I already had dinner. Why are we stopping here? As we walked into Miss Sherry's, Tony said, just remember this. Old D is better than no D. Now, watch. Learn. We sat by the desert dessert section as we waited. Here's the deal. Watch that guy in the sweater. If he grabs a piece of the lemon meringue pie, that's the sign he's ready to play. Well, he wasn't lying. About 10 seconds later, the elder statesman grabbed Tony by his hairy Italian ears and said, mm. I'll give you something salty, young fella. Bone appetite. And with that, he bruised Tony's chin with his no-hand Superman technique. That's from a girl named Ligma, and then her last name is Sack. Ligma? Okay. <laughs> I believe that's how it's pronounced. Ghostwriting Iggy's STL Radio Tell All has been one of the greatest pleasures Tilly and I have ever been a part of. I'd like to share with you a short excerpt from Chapter 2 entitled, My Distorted Version of What I Thought Was the Truth. Quote, journalists these days just don't know how good they have it. According to what I believe to be true, journalists still use fax machines to get stories to their editor. Mm -hmm. Because I assume most people get locked out of their emails daily like me. So fax machines sure have made the lives of current journalists easier. Back in the day, they'd have to type the story, take a rickshaw back to their world space, and give their story by hand to their editor. What do you mean they used to call their stories in, Doug? You're telling me all they had to do was write it and then call it in and someone else would retype it for them? What in the hell? Well, that sounds easier than what happens today. Thanks, that's from Gus and Tilly Grundelhort, AM radio ghostwriter hobbyists and neighbors of Vishnu and Nooning Tree. Oh. I said none of that. Gus and Tilly Grundlehort, living right there on Nooning Tree. 
The show has changed a lot since I started listening in 2011. I miss Spread Your Legs guy, the old dude from Granite City who routinely offered Doug and Iggy $500 if he could watch them kiss. Remember, he wasn't gay, just goofy. I miss Rudy when he had a little nip of the cooking sherry. I miss Charlie Marlowe and Jay Jr. Your old show intro even featured Chuckles randomly saying the word and edited in for some reason. I miss when Tim would ask Iggy a question, but he was always outside smoking mid-segment, so Jackson would say, uh, he's on an assignment right now. The sound of Jackson's constant newsboy typing has now been replaced by the noise of nearby urinals being flushed with the force of 100 jet engines. Mm. You once shot a dotum promo video in the middle of a monsoon. The wind was whipping so loudly you couldn't even hear what Darren was saying half the time. Ah, the good old days. The memories of Timberfake, Liquid and Lace, Chewable Boner Pills, and Foot Fetish Fridays makes me smile. You guys are still the best and I'll always love the show. It's just different now. I think the thing I miss the most is how Doug and Tim used to get to talk out loud on the radio. Mm -hmm. Right up until then. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to vote for you until until then. He just lost you. He just lost your vote. Now we're forced to listen to a heavy breathing renter ramble on about loyalty and his grandma's naked boobs. Gates worth this leather ass right now! Oh, oh. The JV golf coach. He was so calm, and then he just right yeah, at the end lost he it. caps and exclamation point. JV golf coach. Okay. Uh, short on time, 9.58. Doug, got time for one more, and it comes from Buck Swope. I know a lot about trashing the coverage of spring training, and it's great. How's Pepper and Jeannie? We got to bring that back? <laughs> how about that whole How about that whole deal? I love how the board op who regularly finds himself unable to play audio until a trained professional gives him the most basic advice of, quote, reboot, and the guy who used his Cardinals media credential to spread the ashes of a loved one on the Bush Stadium morning track are taking shots on the professionalism of the individuals covering the Cardinals. Listen, I'm a very loyal person. I'm loyal to people that are nice to me. I'm loyal to my friends, but that loyalty only goes so far. If I say can save $300 a year for car insurance on the charity vehicle that I drive daily but didn't pay for, or say if the wife of one of my friends friends or relatives wants to fool around or even bang, then all bets are off and my loyalty goes out the window. Today's show is sponsored by Dr. Biondo's ass-eating swimming goggles. Mm. When you want to have a munch on your partner's ass without contracting pink eye, bop on over to Dr. Biondo and let his rocket ships get you fitted with some prescription ass-eating goggles. For a limited time, we'll give you a coupon for free butt plug removal. That's mm. right. If you went to Brown and got your 15-speed unisex butt plug stuck inside of you, let the rocket ships fish or fist it out. Coupon expires December 31st, 2024. Sundress sold separately. Doug, that's Buck Swope. But that's what we have. That's a email. For the designer. It's between Buck Swope and JV Golf Coach. Uh, I'm going to go with Buck Swope. Wow, 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 wow. No, it was awful. And don't leave Dr. Biondo out of your crap emails, please. Oh. Um, Yeah, I mean, even though he trashed me at the end, I thought up until then it was a good email. I'm going to go with JV Golf Coach. I thought Buck Swope was the best. Oh, Buck yeah, Swope has won the Design Air Heating and Cooling Email of the Day. Congratulations. There were some good ones out there, Doug. There sure were. JB Golf to, Coach brought it strong. But I have to uh, I have to tip my cap. But Jackson and I are going to tip our caps as we deal with the situation down the hallway. It's called Balloon Party, and it airs from 10 to 11. Switch on over to the YouTube channel for 101 ESPN. Then switch back to the TMASTL YouTube channel for QFTA. Any question, comment, erotic story, hate mail, it's welcome. Tim McKernan at InsideSTL.com. For the Plowick, for Action Jackson, for Kenneth Thinky Stroud, for Brother Kevin, for Douglas Vaughn, up to McCurt this bed. The morning after, presented to you by Brown and Crouppen.